And welcome everybody to the Inside Source, a very special edition. Talk a little bit of uh, NFC Championship game recap here with my man Ryder Maple. Ryder, say what's up. Hi guys, what's going on? So Ryder is a student here at ACU and uh, he's in a couple of our classes and we were just kind of chatting about uh, his love for the 49ers. And so tell them, tell them a little bit about your phone and, and what's on the back of your phone. Well, um, on my phone case, I'm a big 49ers fan. Grew up in the Bay Area. I have um, uh, the play art of the catch. So Candlestick Park, 10th January, 1982, Dallas, San Francisco. Man. Joe Montana, Dwight Clark, bag of the end zone, touchdown to win the game, go that, to the Super Bowl. That's even before my time. What, is, what what year is that? That is 1982. Yep, that's four years before I was born. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm familiar because I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but uh, I'm familiar with that catch, Dwight Clark. There's a rumor that Tom Brady was actually there that day in the stands. He's a huge 49ers fan, as you know, I'm sure. I do know. I used to be a Patriots fan, unfortunately, oh, before man. I was con- Yeah, I know. Give converted. me that look. Give okay. me that look. Jeez. Well, at least you were converted. Yeah. All right. Well, so today uh, we're going to just chat for a couple of minutes with Ryder. Uh, just want to hear his take on the 49ers season and obviously how it ended. And it's ended the same way. I feel like similar to the Cowboys the last couple of years. So let's just start with, take us back uh, again. I'm assuming you're, you're a big fan of watching most of the games. Take us back when they drafted Trey Lance. What were your thoughts on that? So when we first drafted Trey Lance, I was watching the draft and I called it before. So I was like, Dad, we're drafting Trey Lance. He's going to be amazing. And we did. Yep. And when we first got him, uh, looking back at our offensive scheme. So <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan does yep. a lot of play action, a lot of under center stuff, uh, misdirection with the defense. And I thought Trey Lance would be more of a, I guess, not a utility quarterback, but kind of just pick and play with Jimmy G and him. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, Trey Lance, obviously fantastic. Uh, Running. And, and, and yeah, absolutely, yeah. yes. And, and, and Kyle Shanahan is known for, I don't really care what the score is. We're going to run the ball down your yeah, throat. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, again, so take us through the last couple of years, I guess, just with the thought that Trey Lance is going to be kind of groomed and then now he's going to be the quarterback this year, right? I thought I had him in my fantasy deep, kind of deep roster, yeah. just thinking that he would be a, um, kind of like a, a Mahomes or a Jalen Hurts or somebody like that. So yeah. what are your thoughts this year about Trey Lance? So this year, I guess we only got to see him in, I think it was three or four games before he tore his ACL and was yeah. unfortunately out. Um, but I guess what we saw was kind of what I expected, which was using him as like a Lamar Jackson right. where play action, uh, uh, read option, stuff right. like that, which he's amazing at. And obviously he can throw the ball. Right. But his strength is in his legs. And unfortunately, after his injury, you, you can't play if you're injured, obviously. And then we got we had to go back to Jimmy G. Right. Which he just fit right back into the system because it was he's a good he's a quarterback that needs a, a system built around him. You can't just plug and play in any no. system. He can. He needs like timing routes and stuff like that. So, as a 49ers fan, again, at, going back to Trey Lance, they trade. Uh, they trade. They picked him on the number number three draft pick in 2021, which I was kind of shocked, honestly, uh, that they went that direction because they had Jimmy G. Honestly, yeah. you know, but um, and he had just taken them to a Super Bowl, exactly, right? And yeah. so as a 49ers fan, you're thinking, okay, well, what's the plan here? Is he going to sit for a couple of years? Not to mention, just to pile on, you know, they traded several picks to get to him, yeah. right? 
Um, and then he starts this season. Okay, so Jimmy G takes them to the NFC Championship game last year against the Rams. Some people, I, I would say they were they they were not as good uh, of a team as they were this year, in my opinion. Yeah. They weren't as loaded, right? Yeah, they they were playing well. They beat the Cowboys, right? And uh, I was the, at that game. And I was too. <laughs> and, and the 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 wild count. Wild, wild card round last year. Yeah, um, solid team. What were your thoughts on them last year with so, Jimmy G? Last year with Jimmy G, I think it was more. We didn't have Christian McCaffrey, obviously. No. Um, but it's our power run and play action and our defense. I think the Niners' defense past two years has been one of the greatest defensive units of all time. Yeah, falling in behind the Ravens in the early two thousands and the eighty five Bears. Okay, but. It's been their defense because you can rush you if you can rush three linemen and still generate pressure that opens up so much zone coverage with the linebackers yep. and blitzing and all that. Um, but it's really Jimmy G was more of a he wasn't like a figurehead of the offense. The off the figurehead of the offense was the system and right. in a way Kyle Shanahan. But um, I feel like the addition of Trey Lance would have added just another element to that because when you the quarterback can run. That's 11 guys against 11 guys. Well, we'll talk about the game here in a minute, but I think what Kyle Shanahan is looking at essentially is what the Eagles have mastered with Jalen Hurts, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, so we'll get to that in just a minute. But uh, So Trey Lance goes down this year in week, what, three, four, five, somewhere in three, there. Three, four, yeah. Jimmy G comes in. How do you feel about that when he comes back? I, I was confident because he had proved that his worth. He came, he brought us to the Super Bowl, NFC Championship. He's a good quarterback. He's, very, very good. He's very yeah. good. He was under Tom Brady for six years, I think. Yep. Um, but I was, I, I was fully confident. He just fell right back into the system and performed through a few less interceptions, which nobody's going to complain about. No, I mean, again, I, I, I feel like any quarterback that takes you within a quarter of winning the Super Bowl – you have to at least trust a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that was the case two years ago. You could very make a very strong argument that if Mahomes doesn't hit Hill on that that deep route, you know, that the 49ers win that game. Yes. And, and yes. not that it went convincingly, but they definitely take the game as like third and 20 or something. Yeah. Right? I mean, so as a, as a Jimmy G fan, he comes back in this year. Uh, I'm sure you were okay. You were confident. Like you said, he was under Brady. Yeah. But then disaster strikes again. And now Jimmy G goes down. Yeah. Uh, what? Two weeks later, something like that. It was week and a half, three weeks later, something like that. Yeah. Four. I think it's okay. four or five. Four okay. Or five. So then Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy comes Brock in, Purdy. who I had actually seen a lot of at Iowa State, just kind of randomly watching uh, Big Twelve football, and I knew the name, but I was like, "Who is this kid?" I was yeah. thinking he was a tall kid, and I was like, whatever, short kid. I mean, not short. He's six, six, you know, six two, six yeah. three, whatever. Um. What were your thoughts about him early? So I had watched him in college as well. I'm an Oklahoma State fan. My okay. friend converted me. Um, so watching Big 12, yeah. uh, that Iowa State team when it was him and Brees Hall, I think it was, yeah. that offense was unbelievable. Pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Um, so I knew a little bit about him. I knew who he was. Yep. Uh, I just had never seen him play in a, at a professional level, obviously. So the 49ers, as you said earlier, Kyle Shanahan's system – is the figurehead, right? Yeah. You can plug and play some, some probably some, not everybody, obviously, but Role a lot, players. a lot of people yeah. into that if they have time and they have certain sets, you know, skill set. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the Christian McCaffrey and how how that was an, a great addition, and talk about the weapons that the four downers have and maybe why you thought that they were 
primed to go to the Super Bowl this year because, yes, they had Kittle last year. Yes, they had Ayuk last year. Yes, yes, they had uh, you know Debo last yeah. year. But just tell me a little about their system and their, their weapons on offense. So, obviously, the addition of Christian McCaffrey was huge. Different right. dimension. You can run. You can pass. He can do pretty much everything. He's thrown a touchdown. He's a once-in-a-generation type, type player. He truly is. Yes. Yeah, he's special. Um, so I, I was really happy with that. But uh, it's honestly, we got skilled players everywhere. Like Elijah Mitchell, everywhere. he would be a starter yes, on most other teams. But yes, he's a second year running back. Yeah. Awesome. Got hurt both years, though. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And, but I think it all goes back to the offensive line. Uh, like, yes, you need skill players to score points, but you can't throw the ball or hand it off if you don't have an offensive line. Right. And this unit has been uh, led by Mike McGlinchey at right tackle, has been one of the most dominant like offensive line units I've seen in a while next to like the 2016 Cowboys. Yeah. So that just that on its own lends a lot to the strength of the system. So let's fast forward now to the playoffs. Okay. The Cowboys and the 49ers draw each other. All right. Um, Obviously Purdy goes on a tear and he wins what 11 in a row or 12 in a row, something like that. That in itself is amazing. It's yeah, something as you a can, rookie. he could tell his grandkids about and be like, I've not, no one else has ever really done this, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's he uses he uses game managing, but also, I mean, if you watch the games, uh, I watched a lot of games because uh, just fan, for fantasy perspective, um, I, I thought that he he distributed the ball really well to his receivers. Yeah, he didn't make a ton of mistakes. Like uh, for example. Um, the the game that stuck out to me was the Raiders game this year where they got behind yeah. Yeah. and and Jared Stidham was the quarterback on the other end and they were just going nuts with Devontae Adams yeah. and so on and so forth. And the 49ers figured out a way to win, right? Um, that's the type of game that I would look toward to say, okay, that kid is battle-tested. I don't care how young he is. He can maybe figure it out in the playoffs. Well, yeah. So let's talk about the Cowboys game here. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan in the world, but I am a Cowboys fan. I grew up, uh, I grew up uh, watching the Cowboys win three Super Bowls, and really should have been four or five, in my opinion, <laughs> if if Jimmy Johnson and those guys stayed together, but they yeah. didn't. Um, and then of course the 49ers, you know, battled them a couple of times in the NFC Championship back then. So it's just natural rivalry, right? Yeah. And as you mentioned, you were at the game last year, so was I. Um, I thought the Cowboys were ridiculously overmatched last year. I didn't I thought that the score was not indicative of the actual game. Yeah. What are your thoughts pre um we like before the week this week uh, two weeks ago in the divisional round. What are your thoughts on watching them beat the Seahawks obviously we don't need to talk about the Seahawks. <laughs> And then them facing the Cowboys. Well, after that Seahawks game, I was obviously very confident. We kind of uh, blew them out. Yeah, um, it was not a game. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a halftime, but it was it was a, it was a halftime. Yeah. Um, but um, I was getting a lot of crap from Cowboys fans because mm-hmm. we live in Texas, and that's what you're going to do. Right. But I was I was confident in the Niners to beat the Cowboys simply because on paper we're the better team scheme right. wise, offense, defense. The only thing that could have really causes problems was Micah Parsons. But like I said, yeah, the offensive good. line, the blocking schemes, like pulling guards on pass plays, stuff you don't see every day, right. that Micah Parsons is a great player, great athlete. I, anyone would love to have him. But we, we shut him down, and that really helped us open up like underneath routes. Yeah, people will point to Tony Pollard being hurt. I think that had nothing to do with the Cowboys losing. I, I think that they would have figured out a way to win either way. Um, yeah, I think Tony Pollard was a great 
great addition to the Cowboys this year or the last couple of years, but I don't think that makes a difference. Um, so, all right, so the, the defeat the Cowboys 19 to 12 or whatever it was, yeah. 1913, whatever. Move on to the NFC Championship game. What are your thoughts before the NFC Championship game? Because again, the 49ers were given two and a half points, so they were not they were they were not favored. But it, it's not a, not a ridiculous number. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse. So yeah. what are your thoughts on the Eagles? So, I mean, this is going to be a soft spot with me, obviously. obviously. Yes. Um, but I was looking, at, like, I'm very analytical. So I was analyzing the matchup, analyzing their offense, analyzing their defense compared to the Niners. And I was, I, I figured our defense could handle Jalen Hurts and, um, well, well, what's his name? The wide receiver, AJ Brown. AJ Brown, yeah. yeah so Devontae Smith. All the they have so Dallas many weapons. Goddard, yes, yeah. um, but I, I was confident we could we could handle them. But I took the offense for granted because once Brock Purdy went down, we went on to Josh Johnson. Right. So, so. Let, let, let's get to this real quick. So, um, Brock Purdy, uh, you know, obviously hurts himself pretty bad. Can't grip the ball. In the fir- pretty much the first series of the game, <clears throat> that totally derails any chance of the 49ers winning, in my opinion. Pretty much, yeah. Um, what were your thoughts, you know, just quickly on on what happened when Josh Johnson came in, and then after that, as they continued to try to throw Brock back in there? Yeah, um, I mean, Josh Johnson. I had heard of him. He played on the Browns for a couple yeah, years. Yeah, he's older than I am. I think. Yeah, he's he's, old. it's his, it was his fifteenth year, so he has experience, not playoff experience, but he has experience. But he's just—he's just not like I guess you could say a big game quarterback, simply because he hasn't played in many big games. Um, but when Brock went out, he was on the sideline. He had like a heat pad or something, and I was hopeful he would come back in because they didn't send him to the locker room. Right. But then he didn't, and we stuck with Josh Johnson. We stuck with Josh Johnson, and we stuck with Josh Johnson, yeah. and. Christian McCaffrey had an amazing run. He yep. broke four tied tackles. Tied the game at seven. It's tied the game at seven. Our defense held us on for about four or five possessions, but the offense just could not capitalize on the stops the defense was providing. No, it, it, it you have to have everything go right in a championship game like that. And I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I wouldn't really know. It's been 30 <laughs> years, but yeah. like, um, I, I just, I know that if your team is in the championship game, you, you are, all, you know, you're just clinching every single second, every play, yeah, every play. Every could, step, it's the yeah. same way in playoff baseball or hockey or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, 31, seven, uh, again, that score to me, you can kind of throw that out in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't really, I, I think if they played that game 10 times, I truly believe the 49ers may win five, six of those, I, I uh, think you know, be close. Yeah. I, I, one thing that, and I don't want to get too into the Eagles or anything cause I want to talk about the 49ers, but I, I really wasn't that impressed with them. I think that they obviously tore up, uh, a really bad, not bad, a bad situation for for the the 49ers. They took, they took advantage, right? Yeah. And so when you know someone's not going to throw and you're up, you know, by 20 points, you're just going to all bring the let, house, let the yeah. dogs out, right? You know, and so uh, so that was that was upsetting, I think, to watch as a football fan. I I love watching I mean, who doesn't cl- close games. Exactly. It's a lot of fun. Um, and so yeah, that was that was tough, and I'm sorry about that for the 49ers. <laughs> but um, again, and we learned after the game that he had uh, some kind of torn UCL or something UCL like that. And throwing elbow, yeah, yeah. So he'll be out for six months. So I want to take a quick break here and we'll come back and we'll talk about what happens as as the 49ers kind of find themselves in the offseason. 
what happens next at the quarterback position okay. here on the Inside Source. And we're back on the Inside Source, Hutton Harris, along with our newcomer, Ryder Maple. Big 49ers fan here. Yeah. Just stopped in the hallway and said, hey, let's talk 49ers. Very interesting concept of like uh, what's going to go on next season now. And so let's uh, let's, let's talk a, bit about, a little bit about the 49ers and where they stand. Three, I would say three great years. Obviously, they went to the Super Bowl one, one of those years in 20, technically 2020, but it was 2019. Uh, NFC Championship a couple more times. As a 49ers fan, you have three options, in my opinion. I want to hear what you have to say about this. Number one, you could obviously go back to Brock Purdy. Yeah. Okay. Number two, you could go back to Trey Lance. I think they're going to get rid of Jim, Jimmy G. I think they're going to trade trade him or, I don't know, his contract situation. Yeah, get the but, cap space. Yeah. And then the third one is the wild card, right? Like, what do you do with the, that that spot? So I want to hear, let's, let's work backwards. What are your thoughts on someone other than Trey Lance or Brock Purdy coming in and being the quarterback for the 49ers next year? Because they're still loaded. That's a thing. Yes, injuries aside. Um, But I think it would have to be a quarterback that Kyle Shanahan has worked with previously, that he knows, that he trusts, and all that. I've seen on ESPN stuff about Tom Brady Mm. going in the Niners. I don't know how that would work. Why not? Why do you? I'm I just question. I mean, Tom Brady, greatest of all time. Yeah, that's you can't argue that. But I just think the lack of mobility. Yes, the Niners' offense is kind of like a sit in the pocket, timing routes and all that. But you still need to be able to scramble and get out, and that's something right. Brock and Trey are. Hopefully, Trey's good at because he can run. But yep. that's something you need being able to throw out of the pocket, off your left foot, off your right foot. And I just think if Tom Brady came, he would lack that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good perspective. I mean, I think if if you if you told me that they were going to be in the same situation next year in the in the in the title game, would I want Tom Brady, Brock Purdy, or Trey Lance? I would take Tom Brady in a second, just that's because fair. he knows that's how fair. to how to win that game. And that's if you listen to George Kittle's comments after the game, that's essentially what he said. He said it, it sucks. Essentially, is what he said to not have a quarterback in our biggest game. And it seems like he was trying to say the last three years we've had this, you know, random dude at quarterback (laughs) who can't put us over the top, you know? And so I think Brady would do that. Now the problem is I think getting to that point. Exactly. Exactly. And and getting, like you said, injuries aside. Um, If I told you that Trey Lance was your quarterback next year, right now, and Brock Purdy was your backup. How would you feel about that as a 49ers fan? I'd be I'd be happy with that because Kyle Shanahan's not afraid to pull a quarterback in and put another one out. Yeah, as we've seen with four quarterbacks one year. Um, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that simply because he adds an element that Brock or Jimmy or Tom Brady wouldn't be able to add, which is the running and the legs and the ball carrier aspect. I think you're, I think you're right. I think the smart thing to do contract wise, obviously, would be to take that option, that first option, and say, okay, one of these two guys is going to be our quarterback. Yeah. Now, I don't really think that you can. I think you have to give the ball back to Trey Lance. Give him a shot. Because you just traded your future for him, right? But on the other side, you know what Brock Purdy is. He's pretty solid. Now, again, people will pick apart 
did he really do that well in really big games against really good teams? I'd say the Cowboys were a great defense. And yeah. so I thought he did pretty good, right? So he made some good throws there. I think they they have a wealth of of toys, right? They've got all kinds of toys to play with. And the quarterback position is definitely one of them because they could you could literally say, okay, Brock Purdy's going to be your guy and we're going to just pick up where we left off. Okay, I could buy that. Yeah. But then you're kind of throwing away that draft. I think you have to trade away Trey Lance and move on, right? Yeah. But if it's the other way around, you get to keep both of them and say, okay, we're going to get rid of Jimmy G. We're going to we're going to announce Trey Lance as our starter, believe in him, use the capital that we've had, you know, maybe with a Jimmy G pick to pick up something else. And then if something goes wrong and you have Brock Purdy. And then I think the 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 smartest thing would be if Trey Lance doesn't work out, you have Brock you Purdy. Have Brock, yeah. <laughs> and so that's like that my process. That's how I, I go through. I mean, it. I mean, I can see it, but I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. Um, simply because <clears throat> Trey Lance got injured and right. sucks for him. He wasn't able to show his talent. But Brock Purdy led the team yeah. to the NFC championship as Mr. Irrelevant, right. one pick away from being undrafted, right? right. I think you got to I think it's going to be a training camp battle. I think okay. Kyle Shanahan is going to put them against each other in training camp and whoever comes out on top is coming out on top and they're the starter. I agree. I think the reason that I'm interested in this as a Cowboys fan is simply because I I just think that this 49ers team is the most dangerous in the NFC if they figure this out. You know, they're the most complete and all around because you could tell me that the Eagles will win the Super Bowl this year and I would believe you. But then you could also tell me that Patrick Mahomes isn't right and they get blown out. Or you could tell me that the Chiefs win and that, you know, the Eagles aren't as good as we thought they were because they really hadn't played a real quarterback or a real team, you know. And so all that to say, it's just kind of hard to figure it out. So that's why I think the 49ers are in a great position, right? They are. They're in a great position. And so, well, Ryder, thanks so much, man. I appreciate your time. And uh, this is your first podcast, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Thank you for having me. It's well, been fun. We'll, uh, we'll do this from time to time. And you're welcome to to come in and stop by and, and talk NFL if you want. But uh, are you a college football guy too? or just... uh, I'm any football guy. Okay, gotcha. All right. So <laughs> uh, this is Ryder Maple and uh, Hutton Harris on uh, The Inside Source. Check us out on Spotify. This is episode 47. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you later. See y'all.